Hey, it's Kim and Jen, and you're listening to Inebriated Input. In a sec, you'll hear our regularly scheduled episode with all of our amazing advice and drunken hijinks. But first, we wanted to share another cool podcast with you. Do you love Marvel but are tired of hearing Cheeto-stained white guys talk about it? Are you hoping to see the X-Men and Avengers face off? Do you secretly want to be Jessica Jones or Daisy Johnson? Or do you want to be with Valkyrie? If so, you've found your new favorite podcast. We're your hosts, Madam Chris and Madam Amy, and we are here to give you the commentary you want. Marvel, minus the mansplaining. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at themarvelousmadams.com. Madams, assemble. Before we begin, remember, we are not medical professionals or lawyers or the like. We just like to tell people what they should do in their life. Also, we're drinking a lot. So take everything we say with a grain of salt and a lime wedge and a shot of tequila. I'm going to, nice, (laughs) I'm going to apologize, um, my audio quality might not be great right now, I, uh, am using, like, I didn't set up my whole setup that I usually have, so I'm using my Apple headphones with the microphone, so they're not the greatest. Oh, you're using that, You also, it's, it sounds fine, it's just a little chintzy sounding, but it sounds fine. I will, for the next recording, 100% have our stuff set up. Um, you also might pick up noises of my dogs chewing rawhides behind me. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. Hi. So I I know that you just bought a house, but I just want to say how excited I am that my MacBook is working perfectly now. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what God I have to fillet in order to thank for <laughs> for getting my MacBook to work, but I am everything works I perfectly. Mean, I'm wearing I'm wearing my fancy earphones. I'm using my fancy microphone. It's been six months, hasn't it? Like, is that like is that when we did our first recording? Whenever we started this, didn't we start this in March? So four months. Did we start this in February? I, I don't remember, but like I just remember I you know. somehow <laughs> you spilled a drink on it. Our, our very first, first recording session. Our first <laughs> recording that no one will ever hear. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yes, and I, I, I have since, I've opened it up, I've put rubbing alcohol on things, <laughs> and got it to actually start up, but it, like, was really slow, and had a weird, and the fan would continuously run, and so it was, it was bad, and then it stopped working, and then I just left it alone, and then I, like, my work computer wasn't working right, I'm like, I gotta, even if it's slow, I gotta turn on my MacBook and, and see if I can't access this website. And it turns on beautifully. It goes so fast. Yes! It's like, yeah, I, it's, it's it's just the, it was the Fuck best. Yeah. It was it was the best feel. It's like, oh, yeah, now I don't have to debate getting uh, another MacBook. It just, it works perfectly now. And now that I've said it's gonna that, fa- fail in it's going to break down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, what God do I have to fillet now to thank for making my... <laughs> Uh, and I also want to point out that we are on the same timing, I think. I think so. Oh, my so. God. Isn't that miraculous? Oh, my gosh. I can't oh, believe it. We're not delayed I at can't. all. I'm so I can't excited. Believe it. 
I say we just start over, like the whole podcast over. I think we only had problems for the last month and a half or so, so the first portion is yeah, good. yeah, yeah. That's true. I will say yeah, I um I, I was do, running presentations, like we're like launching this new initiative at work, and I was doing trainings on that. And um, the four second delay really sucks when you're trying to be professional at work and and teach people no. things. <laughs> like it's pretty rough yeah <laughs> <sighs> so i did hint at it earlier you bought just bought a house. a house and closed on it and moved in yes and are unpa- and you are unpacking right now oh and you have excellent internet now yes yep we bought a house we man it's been we, we closed on it last Thursday, so literally when this episode goes out, we will have been in the house for a week, and um, yeah. there's just been, like, so many things already. And Thursday, we came down, and we closed in the house, and we came here, and we checked it out. We both had loaded cars. I don't know if it's, like, from living in apartments for so long, but I'm like, we need to go day up, day up. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> No, you can take your time when yeah, you buy a house. Yeah, I was just like, we need to be out of this house and into the new one. We don't have time. So <laughs> we had loaded cars when we came down to our closing. We came right over to the house. We're like, yay, we bought a house and started moving stuff in. Went up and got the truck. They were able to move everything into this house in like two and a half hours because of no steps. The steps. And yeah. then, but then we still had enough stuff. We were like, once they get all the boxes out, we'll see all the odds and ends and we can finish packing. Because, you know, like it's always hard when you get boxes going. We had, we finally finished yesterday. Like, it was like four days. We started Thursday. We finished Sunday. We also spent six hours cleaning the house yesterday, like, just because she's going to put it on the market. So, like, we were, like, Chase was, he's, like, super conscientious and was, like, by the way, I'm just going to say, he vacuumed the windowsills and all the baseboards, but she's done, like, one time since we lived there. We lived there for four years. And then, no. Uh, Chase is Chase is a good person to have when you're moving out of a an apartment house, yeah, yes. a rental. Like Chase, yeah, he's one of those guys who will get into yes, corners. Yes, he did. And he washed all the windows. There's no never question. washed the windows you're while we lived there. Your deposit back. <laughs> he never washed the windows when we lived there, and he yeah. washed all the outsides of all the windows. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, you don't need to see out the windows yeah. when you're there. You just need to <laughs> be able to see out the windows so you can get your deposit. Uh, back. Well, we were renting for a friend, so we didn't have to worry about a deposit in this case. But oh, she yeah. was just like, can you guys really clean it? Because she's putting it on the market. We're like, of course. We, we hired carpet cleaners to come and clean since we have dogs and stuff. And But yeah. And then but mm-hmm. the fun, most fun part for me is that I spent six hours cleaning the old house yesterday just to come back and spend 20, 50 hours. That's not a little number. I don't know. 20, 50 hours. <laughs> I'm mad about it. This 20 to almost to more than double that. <laughs> um, it's fucking filthy in here. I sent mm, you pictures mm-hmm. of those stupid cabinets. Um, they were lined with this, I don't know. I was thinking like maybe 90s, but I think that amount of buildup of grime and dirt and stains, it has to be long, older than 30 years because my parents have lived in their house for that long. And yeah, they redid the kitchen like 25 years ago or something but my parents cabinets don't look like that but i will say my mom cleans and i don't think the people that lived here oh, chase yeah. everyone's while looking he's like the people that lived here before are fucking children because it is filthy <laughs> filthy <laughs> I, yeah i don't know i 
I was thinking like how easy it is to get that amount of filth. Like if you're just not cleaning every couple of months. But I mean, they've lived in that house for Since the 50s. decades, right? They, it's it, like, was it was built in the fifties. The, the same family. family. Like they, they didn't care. They yeah. didn't care how clean it was because they were the ones who were going to see it, yeah, or ignore it. I um yeah. But like my house was a rental property before I bought it, so it was pristine nice. when I moved in. But uh, it would never yeah. occur to me to leave a place that I lived in and leave it looking like this. And like, there were shit stains yeah. in the toilet. Like you just have, ah, all you had to do is clean the toilet. You guys. Okay, that's bad. You just need to scrub the toilet. It takes two seconds. Who does that? Who leaves a yeah. place like that? You know. And now that you say that, it's like they put the house on the market. Don't they want it clean? Like when people go through to buy, well, I will to potentially buy this house. Don't they want it to be clean? I mean, I didn't open the yeah, toilet bowl, bowl to look in it. I didn't. I, my friend's looking at a house right now, and I'm like, these are my pieces of advice. Step in the bathtub. Yeah. I got that one from you. Yes. <laughs> It's like, yep. number one, step yeah. in the bathtub to make sure that everything fits properly. <laughs> yeah, if it's one of those, if it's one of those faux over the old bathtub cover things, yeah. just step in it. I mean, it's fairly common for them to be just a little bit too large. And so there's some weird pocket. When I there, stayed at your house, when I came and visited. It's not the end of the world. And I took a shower mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's where she got this from. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Because I still haven't fixed right. it, of course. But, it still works. Like, like, no okay, but, it yeah. still works. It's not leaking anywhere. I don't know if it's air or water right. in there. So uh-huh. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's Libby that's yeah, looking. That's who has from. had her own adventures. <laughs> Libby went looking at houses over the weekend, and she stepped on a nail in one of the yards, and it went through her shoe and into <gasps> her foot, and she had to go get a tennis shot. Libby. That's yeah. Libby, right? Yeah, I saw the Isn't Facebook that... post. So she, they're looking yeah. at houses? So. Oh, so, so, so I gave her okay, the bathtub one was so the rule. other rule is to look at the The other toilet. rule was open the fucking cabinets and look inside. Because yeah. that's not something that occurred to me. Because I guess I just never, it never occurred to me that cabinets could get that dirty. If there's a spill, you wipe it up, right? There were a bunch, of, like some of these things in here were just dried <sighs> spills. All I had to do was scrub them up. So not a huge deal. But at the same time, like clean up your own fucking mess. Yeah, I mean, the mess you showed me was more than a decade's worth of mess. I'll post it. I'll post it so people mess. can see. Yeah, it's like, it was more than decades worth of, I can probably, maybe I'll clean the cupboards every five, like it's, it's yeah. some, it's a deep cleaning right. thing. But uh, yeah, no, that would, those, those were pretty it was, disgusting. It's so gross. Um, I mean, do you want to pull dishes from that? I That's know, so, were they using them? Did they, Chase is like, I'm pretty sure they yeah. just used, ate everything out of the microwave, so... <laughs> The, yeah. the state oh. of the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and then my last thing was, if there's a like a like a hood vent over your stove, turn it on mm-hmm. to make sure it works. Because I was really excited about having a hood <laughs> like that. It's not even a regular hood vent. Oh, it's just no. like a little vent fan at the top at the ceiling. And I was like, yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. I turned it on. It does not work. <laughs> Those should be easy Hopefully. to fix. Hopefully, we'll see. I mean, it's just a fan. Just put a new new motor in. Probably. Or a new fan. I hope so. But yeah. And, I know you're so excited to see it, and then yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, so you know what? Yeah. I'm doing what I can. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No. I mean, it's a new house, so you should. I mean, it's just so yes. exciting. It's it so is exciting. It's you get to make. You're it right. Your I did talk all about these yard. negative things, and I'm really yeah. excited and happy, and we love it. So. Mm-hmm. It's the yard is huge. Huge yard. Yeah. It's huge. It's amazing. It's bigger than my parents' yard. Um, 
which well your parents my parents yard is small because it's on a lake but yeah i mean it's smaller than my yard and it's a in my yard's a city lot yeah so yeah our house like this property is zoned for a um like an eight unit an eight eight family unit so and it's got one house on it oh wow so it's a nice sized yard we need to fence it in still but i put out chains for the dogs for now um, and Silla hates it. You've got a, you've got a, um, you've got a garage. You have a right? garage, which, um, li- having lived where I lit, like I lived up in the mountains and I was on a dirt road and I was like, my goals, I'll know I, I'll have arrived when I live on a not dirt road and I have a garage and I have both of those yeah, things yeah. right now. We get, <laughs> and a shed, and a, a shed, shed too, right? so much storage. Yeah. The kitchen isn't big, but uh-huh. oh my gosh. I've at least doubled my like cabinet space so I can like Oh, get, I mean, it's amazing. Yeah. There's a pantry like area. I'm pumped. Ah. Oh, it's great. Oh, a pantry. There's a basement oh, that we're yeah. going to refinish. Uh, well not not refinish because it's not finished at all. It was it was like a there was a grow operation in the basement. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I had I I had one corner of my basement because we had a I have a cool yeah. room from the 1920s mm-hmm. and that was that was a grow room the little corner Perfect. of my basement yep <laughs> that little room is creepy that little room? coal room in my house coal rooms in general the are coal room? creepy yeah i have the image of someone locking yeah. me in there and trapping me yeah. in my house yeah so that that Holy does shit. creep me did out you, so i took did you hear so sorry to cut you off but this just reminded me of this no, crazy no go ahead what did i hear story. I think it was Denmark. They found, I, I'm not fucking lying, like it was like on a dock with a bunch of those, like those big um, containers, you know, whatever those are called, like unit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, the like containers? the big ones uh-huh. that people make into houses yeah. and stuff. Um, the police oh, yeah, yeah, there yeah. found, like one of them, it was set up as a torture room. Yeah, a kill room yes. or a torture room. Yeah. It was just like last week or something. Isn't that mm-hmm. fucking crazy? I saw a Law and Order episode. Me too. Like yeah, so I know all about it. So <laughs> I know all about it's it. It's so bad. It's so <laughs> Oh, it's awful. It so, freaks me yeah. out so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, yeah. So that's really... This is why I like ghost stories instead torture of... Porn. Yeah, torture porn. Yeah, torture porn is disgusting. Because I, I, can, I can imagine torture porn. I can imagine torture real as a woman living yes. alone. Um, ghost stories. I'm not like... As a woman living alone, I'm like, I don't believe in ghosts. Therefore, ghosts don't exist. Therefore, they're just entertained. Like, it's it's really, uh, like, if ghosts do exist, um, I can't believe in them because I live by myself. <laughs> Man, I told you. <laughs> I can't I believe. had myself, when I lived in Petoskey, I had myself convinced that there was a ghost in my apartment for a short period of time because I was listening to Spooked, that podcast. Um I it's love so that good, podcast. right? Yes. And I was like listening because I <laughs> yeah. love um, the base podcast because it, it evolved from oh, what is it? Oh shoot, you know what it is? You told me. Does yeah, yeah. It's uh, with evolved Washington from... is his, his last name. Uh, yeah. It, uh, okay. It evolved well, from uh, Snap. Yeah, Snap, snap Judgment. Right. So, because they yeah, started doing yeah. Halloween episodes, and they're like, "These are so good. Yeah. We're just gonna do spooks. the storytelling is so just good on every episode so of that podcast." Yes. I love the storytelling. Yes, story it's telling. amazing. Oh. It's amazing. 
But yeah. so I was like listening oh, to gosh, Spooked yeah. nonstop, and then I got myself so worked up that I was like in my house, and I'd be like in bed, and it was late, and Chase was like in the other room playing video games. So it's not—I wasn't even alone, and I'd be like, I need to get up and turn the light on. And I was like, but what if the ghost <laughs> appears to me right now? Like, <laughs> yeah, because it really—I mean—they're supposed to be true stories, yeah. right? Yeah. Most of them. And so uh, uh, I had myself yeah. convinced. I, mean, I live alone, so ghosts don't exist. That's how. That's, that's I named just him Frank. I, I said alone. his name was Frank. I had a friend that his dog sat for us, and and she texted me, and she was like, "Um, I think your apartment is haunted." And I was like, "Ah, I joke about that. What are, What are you talking about?" She's like, uh-huh. "Something moved. Like, like I couldn't find it, and it wasn't where I put it, and then I found it in the other room, or like." But, like, like something from the bathroom was in the living room. Like, not even, like, absentmindedly putting it down. I was like, oh, that's funny. Like, if something moved when I, when we were home, we would just assume the other person moved it. And, yeah, um, yeah, right? That's why why you can't really be haunted if you have a cat yeah. or a dog. It's like, and, uh, you go uh, out into the dark room. Oh, like, just, oh shut up, yeah. Miles Davis. Talk Jesus. Yeah. But back. I just posted, <laughs> yeah. I actually last week posted um, that picture that was at my old apartment that is the two dogs and like jo- there's this light orb and Jocko was looking straight at mm. it and like Chase took Ooh. this picture and he and I was like like I know you know like I I'm not like right. crazy ghost theory person but like yeah. there was like one picture that Chase took and then he took them like like in succession and he had three of them and so there's like one where the dogs were happen to be looking, and then the second one, there's this light smear orb across the frame, and the dogs looking uh-huh. straight at it. And then the third one, nothing's there again, and and he didn't move uh, or anything. And we're like, it's yeah. a ghost. And we went to New Orleans for our wedding, for our honeymoon, and we went on a ghost tour, which was lame. Don't bother. But um, <laughs> the guy, we were like, do you think he really believes in ghosts, or do you think he's just like an actor that just does this? And we like showed him this picture, and he was like, that's ectoplasm and this and that. We're like, oh yeah, he believes. Like, he 100% is a ghost believer. I did have in my new house, so I like as a as a new homeowner, you don't know if this house is nope. haunted. So you do kind of enter your house, you sleep overnight, and you're like, perhaps the house is haunted. Even though I'm a single woman, I decide that, that ghosts don't exist. But um, that is that like the first week I'm like, what if the house is haunted? What if I just spent a load of money on a house that's haunted that I can't live in? <laughs> so that was one of my concerns when I, when I first bought my house. Like I, I the apartment, my original house that I lived in that I grew up in, I'm sure was a little bit haunted, but I didn't really run into anything. But like I, I was familiar with that. Like we had an understanding. And then my apartment that I lived in, like. There was, I mean, there may have been a ghost, but I didn't experience anything. And so, like, it was familiar. I was, I was, I was okay with that. And then I'm entering a new house. What if it's haunted? And it wasn't, it's, it's not. I even had, like, my brother has a friend who just happened to come over one night for spaghetti (laughs) dinner. And she's like, I'm psychic. And your house is not haunted. (laughs) I'm like, yes! Uh, I like someone telling me the absence of stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Your house is not haunted. I'm like, did you check the attic? <laughs> yeah, the ghost is only in the, the left corner of the attic. <laughs> Just sits yeah. there. 
Yeah, yeah. It's just hiding there in the corner. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm so excited Thank you. for you. Thank you. We're pretty pumped. Mm. Uh, we have a ton of work ahead of us, but we really wanted we wanted a fixer upper. I have to pee, but I'll be right back. So do I. Okay. Cool. So let's take okay. a break to pee. I'm not. I'm gonna turn off the microphone so you don't hear me pee, just in case. My boyfriend and I have been together for a year, and things have been amazing. He is kind, considerate, he respects my career, and we have good sexual chemistry. By this I mean that we have a matching libidos. It was higher during the start of the relationship and slightly less now, about four to five times a week we have sex. Wow. That's a fucking that, lot. That's a urinary tract infection. That's so much sex. Yeah. Like, good? You, for a year? I guess, I guess, maybe. No, I mean, that's a Wait, lot of sex. for a year? Yes. Yeah, that's so a, it's that's still kind of, of early, yeah. but like early, like late enough that like that's a like shit ton of sex. Good for both of you. Yeah, good for you. Drinking cranberry um, juice frequently. Yes, please. She was. That should be good, right? But it isn't. Ooh, foreshadowing. That's not foreshadowing. Mm. It's very blunt. Um. Okay. <laughs> the problem is that I like a lot of foreplay, and it involves him touching me down there. However, he seems to always miss where I like it. He will rub where my leg joins my body, like your leg pit. That's not what yeah, it's really yeah. called, but like your armpit, but your leg, your leg pit. Yeah. Cool. So, um. I have clitorises everywhere in my body. Yeah, exactly. It just happens to be one in the That's, arm, that's perfect. Leg the leg yeah. pit. Yeah. So he goes, he will love where, he will rub where my leg joins my body, like the inner thigh area. And I know this isn't as a tease because he really rubs like he's sanding down some wood <laughs> and has asked me if I like it. I usually pretend to moan at this. Oh, well, there's... Oh, yeah, for oh, a yeah. year of you saying this works for me, and then... Yeah, anyway, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He has done this for as long as I've known him. So, again, a year of you pretending this is getting you off. Yeah, it's kind of like a shock, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the past, I personally have had problems with telling my partners what I like, and I've never actually reached climax through this kind of foreplay because I haven't spoken up. All of my previous partners have been quite inexperienced. I was nervous about doing it, but I was really confused why he was doing this. So, wait. I was nerving, nervous about doing it, but I was very confused why he was doing that. So I corrected him because I see a future with him and I want to have good foreplay as well as good sex. I don't think I ruined the moment. I took his hand with my hand and I showed him where and how to touch me. It was obviously a long way from where he was doing it before, and he got mad and acted insulted. He said that I was insulting his skills and that it had always worked before, so I must have cheated on him to learn what I liked from a new man. Um, after he went through my phone, he decided oh that God, I could spiral. be trusted again and calmed down. Uh -huh. I explained my feelings about speaking up and what I liked, but he got angry again and he smashed a glass we had by the bed. He said he felt humiliated and insecure and he didn't know if he could ever touch me again without fearing criticism. I tried to say that it wasn't criticism, but I guess that's sort of a lie, so I didn't say much more than that. He totally ignored me for the next two days and gave me the silent treatment and he slept in the spare room each night. What do I do? Uh, we didn't talk all day and I find it hard to sleep by myself. I miss my boy boyfriend, and I'm scared he will get angry or leave. I want to talk about his reaction as well as how to improve foreplay. Yeah. 
I can see why she didn't tell him he was doing something wrong. Well, if he, he reacts like this, yeah. I wouldn't want to correct anything. Yeah. And she's starting to just, she's starting to take her own sexual satisfaction in her own hands. Yeah. And, he, and this is how he reacts. Yeah. Yeah. And the fun, the thing is, the way she did it is the way that all the magazines recommend doing it. Like, mm-hmm. like showing rather than telling. Don't, like, don't be critical, but, like, just show what you mm-hmm. like. And he fucking freaked out. Yeah. Break yeah. up with him. He's an insecure dick. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe she can have one more conversation with, well, probably a couple more conversations. Yeah. But, like, you're, I mean, she wants to tell him where she's coming from. She's coming from a, a, a point of we're supposed to tell men that they're ple- pleasing us. Even if they're not. Even if they're not. Like, like and the, the fear the, of not of being there's open. There's a foundation for this. Yeah. And the fear of being open. And not really understanding your own sexual feelings about uh, like, your body, yeah. yeah, yeah, like maybe she could have one more conversation. But the way he violently reacted, I don't, I yeah, don't accusing know. her of cheating because yeah. she was like, "This is actually how I like it." Let's yeah. like start honing in on this a little bit. Like, yeah, she shouldn't have faked enjoying something, but it is like, and you know, here's the thing: there are as a woman sometimes like. If you act super into things, it can rev your engine mm. and get you going, you know? Oh, God, we're back to fucking car metaphors. Yeah, yeah. Great. But, like, like breathing heavy, even if you're not there, can actually, like, ramp up your blood flow yeah. and get you there. So, like, that plays into it a little bit. But, like, faking enjoyment past the very first time, like, don't do that. Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. it's one thing for, like, the very first time you're doing that. But it's still not great. Because well, it tries question- them to think it's okay, and it's not. I question his idea of sexual satisfaction too. Yeah. Like, even if... I'm sorry, that there's nothing where he's rubbing. Right. There's nothing there. Right. Even, I, like, porn tends to, like, skew and to manipulate men, but, and, and, like, make a false narrative of what sexual satisfaction... But this isn't even in porn. Like, this isn't even something in porn. porn. It's usually focused on the clitoris. Yeah. So like, you can't even say he doesn't know. Yeah. Like, most men... That's what At I'm this saying. point in time, like, yeah. have watched some porn online and they know where the clitoris is. And if not, is then they the need to watch some porn. That it's right here. That's not it, a thing. His, yeah. Like. Where is he getting that idea? So, and his reaction, like, you must have cheated on me. I need to go through your phone to make dangerous. sure. Like, it's, it's a super red flag. Like, mm-hmm. it's gross. It's gross. It's showing a lack of respect and trust. It's really. No wonder you are afraid. There's obviously yes. not openness uh, in this relationship yeah. because the and way she, he reacted. I feel like she wants to salvage it, but I don't know if she can. I don't think she like, should. I, I, think, I, I think she needs to try again with somebody who, and, and start from the beginning of being upfront about what your needs are. And Yeah, I like a lot of foreplay. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. the foreplay. Focus on my clitoris and not on my fucking leg pit. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. like, I suppose if I had a cramp, it might feel okay, but yeah. I mean, like and then he like, broke a glass. Yeah, no, that, that's, that's... That's 100% not acceptable. Mm-hmm. Like, breaking things, hitting things because you're having an argument, not okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That shows anger that, problems that, that and me, lack actually. of control. So, I think you need to get out. I think mm-hmm. you need to leave him. I don't want you to salvage this. I want you to leave and, um, and yeah. take some time to, like, look at your choices and why you felt like, it, like you wanted to save this relationship. Because mm-hmm. obviously you deserve better. So everyone, anyone deserves better. Yeah, yeah. And then this, so yeah. I, I want you to like take yeah. 
some time. I, I feel like I started out judging you for a little bit for not telling them right off what makes you enjoy Tick. things. Yeah. Like what, what you enjoy. But I can kind of see if this is the person that you're attracted to, if this is what is, is being, is attracted to you. Like I can see the context of, of, of why, fear. of fear and anxiety. And so I, I, I can excuse it, forgive it, understand it. And I mean, we're not all born knowing that we're supposed to having a voice. We're not all born with our voice. Yeah, we're in raised fact. that way yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think, like sitting here, you've like you've had a lo- you've been with a lot of inexperienced men in the past, which sometimes can be good because you can just kind of train them. Like, like as yeah, you have yeah. sex, you can show them what you like, and they learn that, and and it helps. But like, like I forgot where he's going. Well, I can't. Well, I don't know where you were going, but I, I kind of want to step up, continue what I was talking where. Like, I feel like she feels shame that she didn't come out right at the start and I I started out kind of shaming her a little bit and I want to say no you shouldn't feel shame you should be able to forget like you grew grow. you grew. grew yeah you grew you understood things you found your voice and yeah. yeah and I think that's that's admirable and maybe you can't you can't use your voice with this guy. Maybe you need to move on. And that's what I was gonna say. Like based on that was like like the type of guy you you're attracted to. In the past, you've been with mostly inexperienced men, and that's cool because you can grow together. But you're with this guy that seems to it seems to be very firmly established in what he likes to do and cannot take. It's not criticism. Mm. It's constructive feedback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to explore I each mean, other. You're supposed to see what each other likes. Everyone yeah. likes something different, too. So he might have dated someone that really got off on leg pit action. Great. Yeah. Good for them. That doesn't mean every single person moving forward is going to like that. And so you should expect some growth and, and learning. Yeah. But but if you find yourself, like, falling into a, like a, a, a habit or a pattern of, like, who you're attracted to, then, like, if you're always attracted to the same type of guy, maybe you should talk to somebody about, like, why and how you can, like, branch beyond that. But you shouldn't be in a relationship where you're afraid that someone's going to give you fucking silent treatment for two yeah. days and break shit. Yeah. That's not okay, no matter what it is about. Yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between, like, I need to step away, I'm upset, give me a few minutes to take a walk and calm down, and not speaking to someone for two days because they're like, this is what I like during sex. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. His ego is so fragile. Yeah, like that. that's exactly what it is. It's, it's fragi- fragility. Yeah. Men's fragility. I, I'd be worried about my own safety if it yeah. was so fragile. For sure. All right. Thank you. Oh, my God. This is such a good one, too. And, again, I, I have a theme here. You'll mm-hmm. see as you read it. Yeah, yeah. You should sit forward and talk more than the microphone. I'm afraid they can't hear you with Yeah. <sighs> okay. My parents have always been incredibly religious. They believe the Bible is completely divinely inspired. The earth is only 6,000 years old. Dinosaurs are a trick of the devil to them, etc. Oh my god. That was literally there. I cut some of it out. Mm-hmm. But I love those because it's so funny. One thing they've always pushed on me is child rearing. It was instilled in me from a young age that my purpose in life was to have children, and if I don't fulfill that purpose, I will be a failure. The only reason they let me go to college is because I hadn't found a suitable husband by the time I graduated from high school. So she went to college for yes. her MRS. 
They believe women shouldn't be allowed to earn higher than an undergrad degree. I'm still unmarried, but dating, and I'm still childless. I've also known I was infertile since about 24, but I don't dare tell my parents that. That is until this week. I was doing my weekly phone call with them on Monday when they told me that enough is enough, and if I'm not married and housebound by the time I'm 30, I will have failed them. I have a good job for my age. I do a lot of community work that benefits underprivileged youth and homeless. I'm also an experienced hiker. I've pointed this out to them before, but they don't care in the slightest. Like all the things that are important to me, inconsequential wins. Only this time they went a step further, and my dad called my life utter nonsense, and that I haven't amounted to a thing because I'm still childless and unmarried. I broke down and told them that I guess I'll never amount to anything then because I'm infertile. They paused. Asked me to repeat myself. I told them I was infertile. After a bit of silence, my mom started crying, and my dad began yelling at me, calling me a dried-up whore, a disgrace to womanhood, and that I'm going to hell because I'm a failure of a woman. They hung up. I tried calling them a few times after that, but they didn't pick up. My mom sent me a text saying they will no longer allow sinners into their life and told me if I ever try to come to their property again, the home I grew up on, they'll shoot me. Yeah, Jesus. I know! They haven't talked to me since, and I'm heartbroken. I know they can be mean, but they are my parents. The guy I'm dating is being supportive as possible, but I just feel so empty. My whole life, I've wanted nothing more than their approval, but now I'll never get it. I don't know what else I could have done. I don't understand why I'm still not enough for them. The very worst part is, I kind of feel relieved. I don't know why I feel relieved, but I do, and that makes me feel even worse. I should want my parents' approval right. I should want to make them happy right. Yet I have never been able to do that, and I don't know why. Holy crap! Gets thee to a therapist. Yes, go to a therapist. I just want to oh be like... Oh my gosh, you poor thing. Get you, thee to a therapist. You found out at 24 that you were infertile. If your parents are that religious, you could just be like, obviously this was God's will. Like, right. from a very young age, I have not been able to have children. Probably forever. Like, like it's not... Your being infertile has nothing to do with any of your actions mm-hmm. or having sex or anything like that. It's just the way you are, and God made you the way you are, and so it's God's will. So fuck off, parents. Also, the quiverful movement creeps me out. The what? You've not heard of this? The quiverful? Yes. The quiverful movement is um, a lot of like fundamentalist Christians, from what I understand, a lot of fundamentalist Christian religions in the U.S. have this um, this preaching and this idea that women's purpose is to bring more Christians into the world. Mm-hmm. As a woman, your main purpose is to have as many babies as you can and to indoctrinate it's very them. It's kind of Catholic, isn't it? Well, to an extent, but the whole purpose of the Quiverful is to have baby Christians. Mm-hmm. Pump out as many babies as you can, have them be religious, so that they will keep, and so mm-hmm. it's I'm interesting. I'm just thinking about every sperm is sacred. Yeah, for sure. Catholics just, believe Catholic. like you shouldn't be using birth control mm-hmm. and everything like that, and you should let it take a natural course, from what I understand. Quiverful is your only purpose, oh, okay, is to okay, pop out babies and make them Christians. Mm-hmm. And some of them even go even further in like from what I understand, there are, like, churches that preach that women should pretend not to be Christians until they get married. Like, they should act, mm-hmm. like, carefree and whatever, and then they get and non-religious, and they hook a man and bring him. 
I've read this in another advice column. To be honest, I don't know how true this is, but Quaverful is a different thing in that, like, in the 80s, they were expecting, like, like certain religions to die out mm-hmm. and everything like that, and they haven't, and part of it is these religions saying, as a woman, your sole purpose in life, the only thing that gives you value, is your ability to have children and bring them up in the face. so archaic. And keep going. Yeah. And, and, and your daughters, the purpose of your daughters is to have more of our Christian army. Again, this is what I understand based on like what I've read, but it's a movement. In fact, I'm just going to mm-hmm. Google the quiver. Yeah. So that's what it sounds like she grew up in. Yeah. In this type of environment. And fuck her parents and please get away from them. Well, I think she she has a lot of work to to learn to disentangle herself from yeah. these toxic relationships. And okay, here it she is. She still believes that that she still loves her parents and that she's supposed to be connected to her parents. And I, I think she has to learn to disconnect from them, and it's going to take a lot of work. Yeah. But I, she it's, wants to still connect with them, and, and we can't we can't. They're threatening to shoot you if you come visit. Yeah, we, you can't. I'm you, so you've sorry. You've got to mourn that relationship. Yes. It, I'm so but sorry. For your That's own awful. Safety, for your own safety, you have to. It's it's awful. Yeah. I just, I don't understand religions that promote, like, separation of family. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that, like, isn't that the, the foundation of a lot of religions? Like, that's what I grew up thinking, like, like your family is the most important in a religion that, that a spouse's separation because of differing ideas doesn't seem right to me. I don't, yeah. I don't know. This is crazy. Wikipedia's definition of quiverful is much nicer than mine. Mm-hmm. It says, quiverful is a theological position which is held by some conservative Christian couples who belong to various Christian denominations, which see children as blessings from God. It thus encourages procreation, abstaining from all forms of birth control, including natural family planning, Natural family planning is encouraged by Catholicism. And no sterilization. From what I understand, it's... Oh, like the Duggars. Are the Duggars quiverful, is what they say? The Duggars have said they're not part of the quiverful movement. They simply believe... They're simply Bible-believing Christians who desire to follow God's word and apply it. The quiverful Wikipedia definition is much nicer than what I understand. But, like, that's, like, very basic. Their definition includes a, a subjugation of women. Well... Let's see if I'm going to read more about it. The historical bathroom. Because uh, it turns out women are the progenitors of of children. So I will say I, I read it like a tell-all. Like there's a cosmopolitan um, article about it. And it's like what I learned growing up in the Quiverful oh, okay. movement. And a woman wrote it after having like left it. And so that's where I got a lot of my flavoring. So it was one person's perspective. But... But, um, yeah. Because, yeah, the tactical definition is, like, no contraception. But, like, I feel like it's deeper than that. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's it's women as property in order to propagate the species. Mm. Oh, a lot of couples believe God won't give them more children than they can handle. So God's going to keep giving them to you until you can't handle them anymore. So you get, like, ten oh. children and it's normal. God that didn't give me any children, so what does that mean? It means that he has realistic expectations of he us. He gave me a dog and a cat. To be fair, I put a an IUD in my uterus. So God told you to do that. But. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of, you're right. So I took my quiverful from, like, one thing, but, like, that's, that's how I understand mm-hmm. it to be, and it is just, like, a 
like the world where it was like you're part of God's army and your position in God's army is to birth more children to be in his army and like yeah. that's individual uh, that was a long question but I feel like it's a short answer please therapy go to therapy and, and it's, it's it's you have to start to disconnect more in this toxic relationship really and find your own really identity sorry. and yeah I'm really sad that this happened to you. Yeah, and I'm sad that she's not really understanding how important, like, her, it's her own self-esteem mm-hmm. is so tied in with her family yeah, for she, reasons, probably. It's the way but, she was raised. It was yeah. like, shouldn't I be trying to please my parents? Yeah. Shouldn't I? No. Mm-hmm. You, you need to live your life in a way that makes you happy, not about making your parents happy. Yeah. I know it's hard to disconnect that, but, like, your parents had a chance to live their lives in the way they wanted. They don't get to live through you. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it is. Yeah. I think it's kind of an easy, well, not an easy answer, but a quick answer. Go to therapy and tell your parents to go fuck themselves. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah. That's a little bit strong. What? What? Where did my questions go? I have 50 billion things open right now. Where is it? I lost my, there it is. Okay. Cool. Not cool. I mean, that was sad, but. Okay. Ready for the next question? Yeah, By the way, in the question before this, did you read the question, like, the first line? Because mm-hmm. it sounded like you jumped right into it. Mm-hmm. And, there, and that first line was important to the question. Okay, cool. Got it. Uh, well, I, I signed, I did a sign off. Okay. That um, incorporated that first line. Here we go. This, this line does sound, it's a little bit. I related to this a little. Okay. Am I in the wrong because my boyfriend won't sleep with me? For the past five months, my boyfriend won't slash can't sleep at night. He'll spend the entire night playing video games or on the phone with, with the TV loud and screen bright for reference. Wait, I'm sorry. For reference, all of those things are in the bedroom. He also spends basically all night talking to his brother. This has been bothering me ever since it started and it makes me feel a lack of affection. I told him this before, and he always brushes it off as insomnia. When I told him to go get treated for it, he always denies to do so. This goes on every night, and it causes such a big strain on a relationship. I don't know how he doesn't see it. We don't have sex. When I wake up, he's going to sleep. So I have to be extra quiet with morning activities. It makes me grumpy because I wake up in the middle of the night due to him. I'm just tired of it. What set me off is yesterday was his birthday. We went to his mom's house, and when it was time to sleep, he did the same thing. I'm just laying down on a couch while he's chatting it up on the PS4 on Call of Duty. I confronted him about it and made a scene, which I regret, and he just laughed in my face for getting mad over something so petty. What should I do at this point? I feel a lot of disrespect coming from her boyfriend. Like, you don't disturb my sleep. And he's up all night with the TV and talking to his brother. In the brother. bedroom. In the bedroom. It'd be fine if it was in the living room mm-hmm. or the basement, but it's in the fucking bedroom. And then you have to tiptoe around the house yeah. with, in the morning when he's sleeping. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I've been kind of looking or hoping for a question like this because Chase and I have different sleeping patterns. I usually go to bed a couple hours before he does. Like he He's a night owl. Mm-hmm. And, and people have different, like, circadian rhythms or whatever that's called. Like, like some people are night owls, some people are morning birds or whatever you call it. What, what is that called? Morning morning larks? No. Morning birds? Morning, morning robins? 
morning worms. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Some people are morning people and some people are night owls. Mm -hmm. And I'm neither, but I have a job where I have to get to work early in the morning. And and Chase usually stays up later than me. We have it work it works for us because like I'll go to bed and he'll come in and snuggle for a moment and then he'll go out and watch a movie or play a video game. But it's in the other room. Yeah. How yeah. dare mm -hmm. he uh, no. How dare he play video games and talk loud in your bedroom while you're trying yeah. to sleep? That is a if lack of pick, respect. If we're picking sides, I'm on your side, lady. Don't mess with our sleep. Here's the, like, I bet you you would not be nearly as mad if it was outside of the room so you could sleep. Mm -hmm. Who cares when he comes to bed? You can find other times to be intimate. But if he's keeping you up all night, that's different. Yep. There's nothing wrong with sleep having different sleeping schedules. It's pretty rare that couples go to bed at the same time anymore, mm -hmm. I think. And, in fact, when Chase goes to bed at the same time as me, it annoys me sometimes because he falls asleep instantly, whereas it takes me a while to fall asleep. What a fucking asshole. And then, and then I just lay there angry that I can't sleep. This is irrational. I lay there angry that I can't fall asleep as quickly as he does, and he's asleep, and I can't sleep, and, and it's crazy. So it's better for me. Get down, Miles. Yeah, he's going to step on something and stop everything. Don't do it. But the problem isn't that you have different sleep schedules. The problem he's is jerk. that he's an inconsiderate jerk that is, oh, it says shrimp. I thought it said, what does it say? It doesn't matter. The problem is that he has the TV in the bedroom. Frankly, I'm just going to say, like, if he won't change, you're going to need to change and you should go sleep on the couch. Like, yeah. get out of there. You need to sleep. Mm -hmm. He should have enough respect. And also... Don't fucking pussy going around in the morning. Yeah. He doesn't have that type of yeah. respect for you. about it. What are you doing, or Miles? Aggressive. You're on my computer. In fact, on the weekends, sometimes when, like, Chase is sleeping until 11, and I'm up at 9, and I have things I want to do, and I'm quiet, and he's like, you don't have to be quiet for me. Like, you can do what you need to do. Don't be worried about it. And so, I mean, I still am, because I'm trying to be respectful of his sleep, mm -hmm. he's respectful of my he sleep, too. about him, and yeah. Yeah. This guy isn't respectful of your yeah, sleep. Yeah. We're mad at him now. I'm mad at him. He's a jerk. Yeah. So, what do you do at this point? You throw the whole man out. Yeah. We've been having a Look lot of throw. Yeah, We've yeah. We've been having a lot of throw the whole man yeah, out There's going to be a lot of single people after this podcast. I'm okay with it because all these partners suck in these really? questions. Yeah. Like, I'm not normal. Sometimes I can be throw the whole man outy. Uh... You have a cat tail mustache. <laughs> do, it's the best. It's the best. But I feel like, I don't know, I read other podcasts, or like, I read other advice columns, and Chase reads them too, and he's like, I just feel like she's always on the, he's always on the woman's side, and he's always like, break up, and I try not to be that way, but I feel like everyone tonight, I'm just like, break up with him, but I feel well, we it's could non-genderize this, because does, does this person say that she's a woman? She says her boyfriend. Well, his, well you're right. It could be his yeah. It doesn't matter. It's still throw the whole man out, no matter what okay. gender you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gay or straight, throw the man out. I feel like there is some um, genderizing and, like, calling their concerns petty. Um, but you're right. That yeah. person never says that they are a woman. They just mm -hmm. say that their boyfriend is an inconsiderate asshole. Yeah. So, please break up with them. Mm -hmm. And, at the minimum, stop being quiet in the morning. If your boyfriend goes to bed at 6 a.m. and you're awake at 8, ready to vacuum, vacuum. Because it's his fault for staying yeah. at 6. Yeah. And, again, everyone has different sleeping patterns and habits, and there's nothing wrong with 
being someone that needs to sleep during the day, but if you are being an asshole and depriving somebody of sleep, you don't deserve your sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be petty as mm-hmm. shit if you need to be. Mm-hmm. But just break up. It's easier. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's serious. easier. All these people want are afraid to break up with their they boyfriends, want, girlfriends. They wanted our permission, and we gave it tonight. Yeah. I just, life's too short. Be happy. Thank you so much for listening to Inebrated Input. I'm Kim. And I'm Jennifer. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate and review us so other people can find us. If you didn't, then bugger off. JK, we like constructive feedback. Feel free to tell us. <laughs> and please, 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 please send us your questions at inebriated.input at gmail.com. We can't make the podcast without your questions. And we promise that we will keep your name out of it. <laughs> okay. You can also submit questions and learn more at inebriatedinput.com. If you want, you can also sponsor us on Patreon where we have cool swag as thank yous. Okay. okay. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.